I wrote a column on Monday uh, about depression and how I'm just starting to realize uh, 51 years into my life that uh, depression is a reality for me. And I'm recording this now on Friday. And it's interesting because, you know, depression isn't a 24 hour, seven day a week, 365 day a year thing for me, at least that I feel. But as I'm recording this, I'm actually feeling a little down for no reason right now. And it doesn't make any sense. But depression, I guess, isn't supposed to make sense. I've I've been upfront about anxiety being an issue for me. And uh, uh, and now I'm now I want to start working on the depression thing. Um Depression is part of my DNA. My father was treated for it. My mother, uh, to my knowledge, was never diagnosed with it or treated for it, but it was clearly there for her too. Um, and now I'm, I'm aware that it's been me, and it only occurred to me recently. Um, it's actually interesting how it occurred to me. I was texting back and forth with a friend, and uh, a friend who's a media person, and you know, noting, um, I was noting self-deprecatingly that I'd gotten a couple of nice notes that morning uh, from readers who uh, liked what I wrote about something. And I said, wow, this being liked by people thing could uh, really, really be interesting. And I'm just not used to it. And and this person wrote back to say, um, you are your own worst enemy. <laughs> that got me thinking. It's interesting how that can work, but it got me thinking, yeah, maybe, maybe sometimes I am. Um, and, you know, I guess just like with the anxiety for me, uh, everything I've done in my life has been about keeping myself from facing the uncomfortable truth, this in terms of depression. Growing up with parents who dealt with their own issues, the first conscious defense mechanism I developed was to never let myself get too high or too low. I would always just try to stay in the middle. I'm always just trying to stay in the middle of the two extremes. Um, and I think that's worked um, as a way to not address issues head on perhaps but um i'm just now coming to grips with the coinciding unconscious defense mechanism that developed in me how i go out of my way to keep myself perpetually busy so that my mind doesn't have time to dwell um that wouldn't work great for a long long time you know, think back when i was in school you know to, to keep myself from dwelling on the negative i would just throw myself into books into my studies and I did well. I was my high school class salutatorian, graduated with with honors at, from UVA. Uh, then I threw myself into a writing career. I'm always working. And, uh, you know, you, you, now I'm trying to consciously take it easy. Uh, I'm at a point in my career and, and in my earning life <laughs> that things are going pretty well and I don't have to work all the time. So I'm trying to take it easier, trying to you know, take off earlier at night, take some weekend time off, which is, you know, for, for many years with Augusta Free Press, I would work seven days a week, uh, many hours a day. Uh, and and even on Christmas Day, Thanksgiving, birthday, uh, even when I was in the hospital with blood clots a couple of years ago, bring me my computer. I need some I need something to do. Um, but what I'm finding now that I'm taking time taking things easier, uh, that is that free time is the, is the enemy of the depressed mind. Um, you know, I used to turn to food as my comfort in, in, in these moments. And, and now I'm increasingly turning to, to alcohol, I guess, more than I'd like to think for my long-term health is a good thing. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a diet and exercise guy too. Uh, and being an extreme person, I've, you know, different points in my life, I've either built myself up through weightlifting to, you know, I was 
bench pressing and squatting huge numbers. And then when I turned my attention to running, I was ran marathons, you know, I don't do anything halfway, I guess. Um, and, and, you know, for me, depression doesn't come with low levels of energy. You know, there's a, a litany of symptoms and I've looked this up uh, to try to educate myself because I really know nothing about depression um, except that I've had it all my life, just, just trying to ignore it, I guess. But mine doesn't come with low levels of energy. Um, mine doesn't come with issues with being able to work, which I know does, you know, become an issue for quite a few people with depression. Um, I, I am engaged with family and close friends, but my depression issue for me manifests. I, I really don't like being, this is probably some anxiety related kind of things too, but I don't like being in big crowds uh, where, I shouldn't say big crowds. I do like going to sporting events, but I don't like being in, I don't know, uh, like big meeting rooms, you know, where you're supposed to mingle with people, uh, gala events or big birthday parties or anything like that. Sometimes I don't even like being in small events like that. Um, and uh, my, I, I also have, have, have not had issues of, of self-harm or suicide or anything like that. In fact, I, somebody asked me the other day after I'd written this column, is that an issue for you? I said, no, I, I I definitely want to be alive a lot longer than I probably ever will be. If I live to be 100 years old, I won't have everything done that I want to get done. So those aren't issues for me. But, um, you know, what's clear for me is just these weird times like right now. I feel really, I just for some reason feel low. So um, and 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 for no reason that's that's when it makes me think it's obviously the depression speaking so um i'm hoping that you know i'm going to start attacking this just like i worked on the anxiety you know i'm going to try to learn as much as i can about depression i'm going to uh go back to my great therapist who helped me through the anxiety gave me lots you know a lot of talking was helpful and then the the strategies um, the books that she had me read that that uh, helped me develop my own strategies for dealing with things. I'm going to start that after the first of the year. I think the first step is acknowledging it. And, you know, I've been very uh, pleased and, and um, honored that a lot of, few, a lot of people have, uh, have reached out uh, since they read the column to say that the column meant something to them, that maybe it made them realize they had issues that or, or they had issues and just didn't want to admit them. But someone like me in a public position, so to speak, uh, willing to talk about it was 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 maybe going to spur them into action in dealing with it. Um, and so I hope that's the case. And that's why I'm doing this podcast and, and video so that folks who who didn't read it can see, hey, I'm, I'm saying it straight up. You know, issues for me with depression are crippling. At times, right this second, ironically, as I'm, you know, I've been meaning to record this uh, video and podcast for uh, a couple of days and just too much work this week. It was, which is a good thing, right? For someone trying to get away from having to think about things, uh, just kept me away from being able to do this. Um, and I probably would have been in a much better frame of mind uh, at any of the other times when I was getting ready to to record this and. And it just hits me again today as I'm doing it, as I'm doing this, that, you know, this is, this is just one of those weird things, uh, weird little bouts I'm in right now. So, uh, first steps, acknowledging is second steps going to be asking for help, which is not easy for me to do. I've already done it. Um, I'm a person who likes to solve problems for 
the world, much less myself. And so asking for someone else to help and, and step in and intervene is, is interesting. And we'll see how that works. It worked well with the anxiety. I will say that. So I, I'm, I'm very lucky in that respect. But that's where I am right now. And it's a very good place to be as far as I'm concerned. Uh, if you have any questions for me, um, you know, I'm hoping that if if this reached you and it can encourage you to seek the, the services of a mental health professional, that you'll do so. Um, I wish I could say more authoritatively what you should do, you know, who, depending on where you are, um, you know, what resources are available, but just go online uh, and, and look for maybe search for local mental health resources. I, I know that one thing our country deals with is a shortage of mental health professionals. And that's, you know, that's an infrastructure problem that you, we can't just fix today or tomorrow. It's it's going to take a few years to train enough people and, and, and get them in place. But so hopefully you're not in a place physically location wise that, uh, you know, is, is suffering from a big shortage of that. Um, but because I don't want you to reach out for help and then not be able to get it if if that's what you need. But but please do be, please do try to find. And, you know, there are some online resources I, I've, I've seen advertised. I can't vouch for them in terms of how they work, but where where counselors can be available via Zoom uh, or via some service like that. Um, but don't don't you know, don't let a potential lack of resources uh, um, keep you from getting the help you need. Uh, you know, keep working hard uh, at it. And if if I need to kick you in the butt, I will, as far as that goes. But if you need anything from me, you know, hey, if, if I can make it easier, if I can help, when, I'm a I'm a journalist by trade. Uh, I'm, I'm my job is to look things up and to and to find answers. Uh, if I can help at all, please email me at chris at augustafreepress.com. <laughs>